Today on the newscast, a major rocket attack against a U.S. base in northern Iraq. Were Iran's fingerprints on it, and what will Joe Biden do about it? Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. We've got the first major foreign policy test for the Biden administration. Will they pass it? We're about to find out. Yesterday, Monday, February 15th, 14 rockets were launched at a U.S. base in northern Iraq, in Erbil, the capital of Iraqi Kurdistan. Now, one U.S. serviceman was injured. Several more American contractors were also wounded and one foreign contractor who had been working closely with U.S. forces there in Iraq was killed. So this was a deadly attack on a U.S. base. Again, 14 rockets fired. At least three of them reportedly hit their mark. Now, an Iraqi Shia militia, uh, a little known apparently, calling itself the Guardians of Blood, have claimed responsibility for the attack. They say their goal is to end the American occupation of Iraq. And by the way, the American troop presence in Iraq has been winding down steadily since 2017. There are about 2,500 U.S. troops still in Iraq, and most of them are in that Erbil area. And the attack, by the way, the base situated right near the Erbil International Airport, which is just south of the city. Folks, I just flew through there in September 2019. We're going to show you a clip from that trip in a minute, very important, we were with the Kurdish Peshmerga talking about the rise of these Iranian-backed Shia militias, the type which carried out this deadly attack against a U.S. base yesterday. Now, the U.S. Secretary of State, the new U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, responded right away, called it an outrageous attack, and said that those responsible will be held accountable by the United States That brings us to, as I mentioned at the top, the first major, to my mind, foreign policy challenge of the Biden administration. Now, let's rewind for a minute to the previous administration and how President Trump handled these rocket attacks, which are very frequent against U.S. US interests in Iraq. Last December uh, 2019, there was a deadly attack in which a U.S. contractor in Iraq was killed by one of these rocket attacks. Now, that was in Baghdad. Most of these attacks have come actually in and around the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, Iraq. That's why yesterday's attack was very interesting, folks, and troubling to me, because Kurdistan is kind of like an island in a way, and Erbil has not been targeted on a frequent basis, but all of a sudden, pretty bold of the Iranian regime to order one of its proxies to strike at Erbil, But the attack last year targeted Baghdad. A U.S. contractor was killed. President Trump right away said zero tolerance for this. He carried out major airstrikes against Khatib Hezbollah, which is the Iraqi Shia group, which was behind these rocket attacks in December 2019. Iranian-backed, surprise, surprise, an Iranian proxy. President Trump responded forcefully. Several of these Khatib Hezbollah fighters were killed. And then... We learned in early January 2020 that more of these attacks against U.S. troops in Iraq were in the works courtesy of Iran's terror kingpin Qasem Soleimani, the architect of their terror strategy in Iraq 
and around the world, really. So, before that had a chance to come to fruition, President Trump ordered an airstrike, which took out Qasem Soleimani and a leader of Khatib Hezbollah on January 3rd, 2020, which obviously rocked the Middle East and the repercussions of that are still being felt today. But talk about message sent and a zero-tolerance policy for these rocket attacks that kill Americans in Iraq to take out Qasem Soleimani, who is arguably the second most powerful man in Iran, sent quite the message. But Iran, for a time, they were reeling after the death of Soleimani in January 2020. It was relative silence for a while. Then again, March 2020, another rocket attack killed a U.S. soldier, a U.S. contractor, and a British citizen in Iraq. Another one of these rocket attacks. And President Trump again responded forcefully with airstrikes right away. More on the Biden administration's response in a minute. But first, I want to take you to Iraqi Kurdistan. I was in Erbil, amazing trip in September 2019, filming for the Watchmen TV show. I love the Kurdish people, loyal allies of the United States, pro-America, pro-Israel. Imagine that in the heart of the Muslim Middle East. The Kurds, again, have been staunch allies. I was with the Kurdish Peshmerga and joined them right outside of Mosul, which was at one time one of the crown jewels of that ISIS caliphate. We discussed not only how the Peshmerga helped to defeat ISIS on the ground, but how they are now dealing with a new enemy in the form of these Iran-backed Iraqi Shia militias like the Guardians of Blood and Khatib Hezbollah and the rest of them. It's one thing, folks, to hear me say it, but to hear a Kurdish Peshmerga general who's literally on the front lines of the fight against these Iranian-backed forces That adds a whole other dimension. So first, we talked a bit about how the Peshmerga helped to defeat ISIS and to sit there. Wow, what an experience to be there near the gates of Mosul where these battles took place in northern Iraq. And then we shifted to a discussion about these Iran-backed Iraqi Shia militias. Let's take a look. Iraqi Kurdistan. If ISIS would have succeeded, and they didn't because the Peshmerga defeated them, if they had succeeded in taking this area... Where would they have gone next? If we hadn't taken this area, that would be the cutoff between Erbil and Duhuk. So it would be a real threat and dangerous for us. There was also another point that ISIS was trying to attack, because there is a historic Christian monastery on this mountain. It is 1,600 years old. They were trying to take down this monastery as well. Now ISIS is in shambles, defeated here. But these Iraqi Shia militias, General, if you can, uh, tell us more about the threat posed by these Iranian-sponsored, key point there, Iraqi Shia militias. The front line, you still have the front line. The front line hasn't gone away because you just have a new danger in the form of these Shia militias. There is no difference. The only difference between ISIS and the Shia militia front lines is there is no shootings. Otherwise, we are holding the lines as before. They are now holding the ISIS lines. We were holding the ground until October 16, 2017. Then the Iranian-backed Shia militias attacked this area, and they came back to the same ISIS lines with the support of Iran. As I mentioned before, these Shia militias formed under the name of Shia militias. 
but they're the same as Iranian Revolutionary Guards. And as long as there is Iranian influence in Iraq, the situation will go on. Now, folks, that clip was from our Watchmen TV show, which you can see every week on TBN. That's 11.30 p.m. Eastern Wednesday nights, 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday evenings. And of course, you can watch full episodes right here on our YouTube channel. Okay, as we wind down here, the gauntlet clearly has been laid down by the Iranian regime behind this rocket attack yesterday that, look, murdered one civilian, uh, injured several Americans, including a U.S. soldier. Now what does the Biden administration do? It remains to be seen. The promise has been made by Blinken that consequences are in the offing. But what Iran is doing here, folks, is attempting that blackmail strategy, basically saying we are going to behave badly We're going to carry out terror attacks, stir things up in the region, threaten U.S. troops in the Middle East, and also enrich uranium to new heights and drive towards a nuclear weapon. We are going to do all of this, America, until you come back to the negotiating table and give us what we want. Give us a sweet deal, a revamped Iran nuclear deal where we get all the perks all the sanctions relief, our pockets are filled with billions and billions of dollars that we can use not to build schools and playgrounds and infrastructure in Iran, but to build ballistic missiles and nuclear weapons. That's the game, folks. It is a blackmail situation. Iran is saying, if you don't give us what we want, we're going to behave very badly and make your lives miserable. And unfortunately, Europe and previous U.S. US administrations, I'm talking in particular about the Obama administration, took the bait and played the Iranians' game. President Trump did not play the game. I fear that Joe Biden may be willing to once again march to the drummer of the Iranian regime and let them set the tone for how the relationship is going to be. We'll see how they respond to this foreign policy test that emerged yesterday in northern Iraq. Hey, thanks for joining us today here on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.